Welcome to Collector's Corner, the premier digital art platform. We help collectors gain and maintain their edge, all while appreciating beautiful art. Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cornering the Market, number 60 from Collector's Corner. Today is February 1st. By the time this is released, it will be February 2nd. My name is P. Go by Aston Online, joined by my great friend and co-host, Jared. How are you doing today, man? Living the dream, as always. Just uh, got off a artist call earlier. Got another commitment for 8NAP Art, so quietly building behind the scenes. Going to make a public announcement uh, next week about the initial artist lineup. So super excited to see that come to fruition and, and start to build in public these days. So super, super amped. Uh, on that and you know we'll get into the market sentiment but i'm excited for where we're going it shameless Absolutely. plug we're going to have a spaces on friday so if you're listening to this on friday come join us uh on as we talk gen art and the future that's right and actually i'm showing it here on screen friday 5 p.m eastern it'll be recorded it'll be out on our podcast if you can't make it but please come up i and jared are going to talk about why we are not at all worried about long form gen art even though there is a lot of grave dancing going on out there. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into that really quickly. Just some house cleaning. This is our Twitter account here. Please give us a follow and like if you like what we're doing. It really helps us. We appreciate the support. And here is our Substack. This content is also going to be out written if you prefer to read, in which case you may not be hearing this, but know that this is an option for you. And just a couple of shout outs. Jared, this is Jared's account. Give him a follow. Founder of 8NAP Art art platform releasing in an innovative way more details as he said to come also the co-host of school Dow podcast and also eight nap digital asset fund so if you are an lp a limited partner you want exposure to this art world but don't want to gain the expertise uh reach out to jared for that and uh, here is me give me a follow if you like it what we're doing here appreciate that and i also have a service called collector's corner premium where you can sign up for here if you are a serious artist investor or collector we have a great community here and i create content to help you figure out where the best opportunities are and where the best art is which thankfully go hand in hand all right all that other way let's jump right into the uh well, sentiment check, we have here NFT price floor. Actually, Jared, I don't know if you knew this. They nicely commented on our last YouTube video. They appreciate we using their platform. We appreciate them having this platform. Uh, but let's That's go cool. straight into the sentiment. I had no idea. That's cool. Yeah, I know. That's cool. That um, is really cool. Shout out to NFT price floor. Uh, sentiment, what, what are you hearing out there? Look, I think that um, this week has been a little bit quiet off the heels of some really great action last week and since we're going every other week um it's uh you know it's good capture a moment in time overall sentiment i think that there is a tremendous amount of opportunity i'll talk about it in some of the buys that came out if you have a long-term perspective i've been wrapping my head around a mental model having uh, interviewed a couple of really great uh, collectors about like their time frame references i think that we're in for you know quite honestly leading up to the happening some some really trying times not trying in a bad way but just maybe maybe trying in the sense of like little to no action or, or if, if there is action maybe to the downside and just really leaning into the the fact that like collect what you love and have a time horizon that that makes a ton of sense and um and in the in the interim just be stingy with your 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 assets right like i think that there are still 
opportunities on a weekly basis that are mostly highlighted in Collector's Corner Premium uh, amongst this hive mind of a great big big, big brains. And 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 if you want to just get these little chip shots, like there, there's lots of opportunity there. Absolutely. And look, I think that what most of us following the art side are realizing is that a lot of the interest in the art side is going to be a little bit slower than we had hoped, certainly slower than the meme coins, but it's also more sustainable, right? I mean, how many meme coins stick around or PFPs, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I think that term patience is key here. And to really just, uh, you know, think about what, what art you want, what art you think is valuable, why you think it's valuable. You know, we break this down a lot more, as you mentioned in, in collector's corner premium, but I think, it's easy in these days to get distracted by shiny objects and move away from things that have more long-term value. And I've probably said this on here before. There's a great Warren Buffett quote, in the short term, markets are a voting machine. In the long term, they are a weighing machine. So that weight comes from true value, not from uh, marketing, for, for lack of a better term. And I think that, you know, it's interesting, right? Because we've talked about this before. I think people are focusing a little bit more on the few sellers in these collections, even at the high-end collections, and not focusing on the fact that the vast majority of people are holding and not selling, right? Which is also a decision that is being made. So I actually think it's great that everything's holding up while we don't have necessarily a bunch of new people coming in to buy. Uh, but I do think that that will come with time, right? I mean, yes, there are some 20 to, you know, people in their 20s and 30s who just want to degen and get rich. And that's like their main focus. But there's a lot of people in the world who are in also in their 30s, some 40s, 50s, who don't want to degen, who don't want to be a part of that, who prefer to have art. And if you think that none of those people are ever going to come back and get come into NFTs, uh, then that's okay. Uh, but I might say that the sentiment is getting to you because it's not a super logical take, in my opinion. So sentiment up and down. It's good because crypto is doing well in general, down a bit on the art side because things have not moved a ton. Yeah, I mean, get the, the, there's a quote out there and I, you know, I kind of want to make this sort of a meme, but like, all roads lead to art, right? Like, I think that that's like a, a common theme amongst Web3 is like a lot of profits rotate into long-term art. So whether you consider punk and art or a Fidenza or something in between, you know, that I, I truly do believe that all roads lead to art in the long enough timeline. Absolutely. Let's get into some art. How, how's things on the uh, ETH art side over the past week or two? Let's, let's just say so week over or two. Overall, um, you know, these are the two a couple of metrics I'm trying to look at. There, there was, um, you know, four thousand two hundred and forty-four sales. It's up a little bit on screen from when I recorded this stuff last night versus forty-three hundred last week. So the total amount of sales are in fact kind of staying the same, and the market cap overall is is uh, it was five hundred and Sixty-one thousand last week. It's five fifty-seven. So a, a nominal move downward, uh, in all honesty. But the aggregate volume is something that was interesting to me. The seven-day volume. It's last time we reported on this, it was two thousand two hundred twenty-three, and now on screen you'll see it's one thousand five hundred sixty-two. So same amount of sales, uh, quantity, but less volume. So that kind of is indicative to me that. Uh, some of the smaller pieces are moving. Um, maybe something that's more attractive and and um, accessible to to the average collector. 
but let's talk about some of the highlights. Uh, overall, I think there's some beautiful ringer sales this uh, last over the last seven days. An amazing bullseye sold for thirty eight, and a collector's corner premium member picked up what I thought was a very stunning five by five grid with really great movement uh, off a of weath. In another bullseye, I think it was like nine or ten days ago for forty on a reserve sale. So, uh, one one seller in particular was unloading some ringers and uh, you know great deals out there. Another thing is you know you, you mentioned it earlier about the the focus on sellers is it's an interesting place. The I think that they're they're getting more attention right now than maybe the buyers. But sixteen memories dumped into weath bids and they got rotated into PFPs. The you know this week. You know, some of those landed in like really great hands, like Bob Lucas and other collectors. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm optimistic that there's this final flush uh, in the art market. Uh, a couple other notable things, five gazer sales all into Weiths. There was uh, one buyer who came in and swept four anti-cyclones off the floor or near the floor and really, really great eye. I was actually considering a, a few of those myself that same buyer picked up two really beautiful harvests and then uh just wanted to highlight meridian 808 was picked up by ian uh with ledger just a beautiful really really uh incredible incredible piece but uh you know on the flip side only three wins of yellow now sales over the last seven days i find that uh an interesting data point i really like following rafiq's work and, and kind of the market for those and then uh, just a, another fun little fact. Uh, one buyer came and bought up a boatload of X copies, but in particular, the one that caught my attention is the um, the X copy decal. About five of them driving the floor up 60%. So really interesting play there. Uh, yeah, really interesting play. But overall, um, you know, you can see a lot of activity, but not necessarily the big buys. You know, no autoglyphs, no big Fidenza sales, but... Overall, just a healthy action, in my opinion. Yeah, it's really interesting. And I'll just say one point on the super quickly. Um, that buyer who grabbed the anti-cyclones and, you know, of a lot of the sales in the past week, though, those were some of the few that were market buys rather than wrapped ETH bids. And they bought them off the floor, you know. I, I just think that the buyers who are coming in right now are not dumb, right? They're not going to just spend recklessly. Uh, and so... We are seeing some very targeted, some very strategic buys. It seems like the sellers are a little bit reckless right now, talking about that that Memories of Chilin uh, 16 sold on into Weath. So um, awesome update. Thank you for that, Jared. I am going to head over to the non-Ethereum chains here. And uh, as you can see here, Sansa has actually, uh, not Sansa, excuse me, uh, FX Hash has updated their uh, market high volumes in the past seven days to reflect us dollar terms they actually have usd on here now so uh, kudos to them i always thought that would be a great thing for them to do and as you can see really the sales are few and far between we're seeing basically one sale per week in some of these top collections maybe a couple on one like september uh and uh, these these sales are uh you know really really concentrated to the older collections that were out there uh so really not a lot going on 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 the tezos side uh i have to say uh, a little more interest uh, actually on the solana and ordinal side and on solana i'm showing here a uh, tensor which is an awesome solana platform um the one i want to point out here is called rubber uh, this is a generative ai collection and uh this collection really did did fantastic and uh 
one nice thing about Tensor uh, is that they have charts here. So we can get a little better sense of the price action that's happened here over time. Uh, but as you can see, uh, people are pretty hyped on on this collection and, uh, you know, obviously some speculation, but it's nice to see that coming into the Solana side. There's, I mean, hearing more and more talk about generative art releasing their code canvas. The main gen art platform is uh, teeing up some and there's a lot of ordinals generative art that's about to come out. One we'll talk about, too. So um, really, there is, I would say, actually quite a bit of bullish uh, sentiment and uh, activity in the non-Ethereum chains gen art wise, uh, other other than, than Tezos, unfortunately, uh, which, uh, you know, hopefully that turns around, but but we'll see. Let's, let's talk squiggles. Yeah, the, this, the, the long pause was me taking a deep breath on mute here. Uh, what a, a, a rough week for squiggles. I, I don't, again, I don't know if I've ever seen it this low. Uh, only nine sales uh, across the seven-day period, with the floor price continuing to fall to 7.65, down from 7.98 a few weeks ago. And the the shocker, again, never seen it this low, 83 ETH in total seven-day volume. So the, with that being said, there's not many highlights to hit on, but uh, there was a bold sale, which we haven't seen in a, a long time. Um, number 1473 was a color spread nine, sold into an eight-week bid. And, um, you know, we were talking about this off camera a few weeks ago, Flamingo had a, a 14 squiggle sweep. So other than that, I mean, there's just really not a lot of activity going on. The good news is that allows for uh, a lot of opportunity. I mean, again, a color spread nine, beautiful one, sold into an eight week bid. Opportunity, opportunity, opportunity for those who are patient, in my opinion. Yes, I completely agree with that. Uh, and, uh, if anyone's getting annoyed by the way, like why you guys keep talking about opportunity, things are going down, things are selling. Keep in mind that crypto punks didn't actually become worth a lot until what they mentioned in 2017. And it wasn't really until 2021 that they really took off four years. That is a long time as well. All right. So, uh, unless if, if you think that the art thesis is completely dead, uh, then yeah, I, I, you know, by all means. Right. But if you think that the art thesis is there, these are still the top pieces out there by our eyes and by sentiment, I would say. Um, one that is a, a very interesting collection that I talk about all the time, obviously, Friendship Bracelets. Friendship Bracelets also had a, uh, I would say a medium week, 109 sales in the last week versus 75 the last time we saw, and uh, had here 9.5 ETH in volume versus 5 ETH in volume the last time we checked. And the floor price is still hanging out around 0 0.06, 3% listed. So bracelets are actually indicating a reasonable amount of liquidity in the broader generative art market. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's just kind of holding course. And, uh, and this is what I'm trying to say is like, if, if your, if your collection is holding, that's, that's pretty good right now, given how much attention is elsewhere. And the fact that we don't really have a lot of new entrants, uh, certainly on the art side compared to a couple of years ago, and there's more great art coming out all the time. So let's talk about some of that great art. Let's do a quick release recap here. Um, here we have Smile by Rope Ranisto. Um, Rope is, uh, well, we'll talk about him a little bit more, uh, but this is a collection of 5,000 pieces released on Solana just two days ago on the 30th of January. 
and it is post photography AI. So it's uh, images that are AI generated, but the AI was trained with actual photographs, and they are all smiles. Some very creepy and different. Uh, like that's that's kind of an interesting one. Uh, most of them are actually quite uh, uh, jarring, I guess is is maybe the, the best word to put out there. Uh, but this is Rope style. He he likes to make people feel and sometimes uh, you know feel uncomfortable. Now this was a. 0.02 ETH mint, uh, sorry, Solana mint. So it was like 20 bucks, very cheap, only 2% royalties. Uh, he's really trying to make this accessible for folks. And, uh, you know, it's it's up 3x from that. Um, solid amount listed still, 23%. We'll see where this goes. But yeah, I, I, I'll I just go with my take real fast. I really like the collection. It's very different. I, I haven't seen anything like it anywhere. Uh, certainly not on Solana, but even on ETH. And I'm really curious to see how it goes. In full disclosure, I own a, a bunch of these because I really like them uh, and, and they're cheap. Uh, so I don't know if this ends up being a great investment or just some great art, great prices. But all I know for sure is this is really, really a different collection. And I think it's worth just taking a look because you probably have not seen anything like it. What are your thoughts, Jared? I'm with you. I... I... I actually really enjoyed it. I too was able to to mint some on the allow list. the The problem I think is that these the when it went public, it got botted. I tried to buy more, didn't get it. You know, I'm I'm trying to play around with the Solana chain for collecting just on my my personal account before I go. You know, doing investments. But I agree with you. A, a twenty dollar entry point was very attractive. I think it presented a lot of upside. But I do want to see this get uh, get narrowed down overall. Uh, you know. I commented on it, Studio 137, who I think is an amazing, amazing collector, you know, posted their, you know, five by or six by six grid of pieces they collect. I just think it's an amazing, amazing uh, compilation of the breadth of the algorithm. And it even inspired me to to go and market by a few of my own. So, you know, I'm happy with my mints and I'm, I've been market buying a few. And I just think that there's an... It's fun if you're willing and wanting to 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 collect rope exposure. And I think on a long enough timeline, this thing actually works out pretty well. I think so too. I, I just think it's incredibly hard to replicate a collection of this size with this kind of diversity and also a theme that is quite universal, right? Smiles, everyone is familiar with these. Doesn't matter where you are in the world, what language you speak, et cetera. Uh, and uh, look, it's still really cheap. It's still like $60, so... Um, it's, it's not like it's, it's a ton of money to go and buy some art if you like it and you want to participate. And I agree with you on the long time horizon. I think the post photo AI genre as a whole will, will take some time to, uh, really mature, but that is smile by Rope Vernisto. We're not going to switch over to some gen art news. Uh, I'm going to kick it off talking about a line drop. You mentioned 137, uh, his partner over at fellowship is Alejandro Cartagena. Awesome photography artist as well as collector and builder and uh, some great news here that the uh, a line draw by Elman Mansimov sorry for the pause there has been acquired three of the paper prompts uh, which were the ones that were in these seminal and uh, I guess I'll go into this just a tiny bit a line draw this collection are takes the images from the research paper the scientific research paper that created the text to image prompting that you use in Dolly or Midjourney or Stable Diffusion or whatever. 
right? So literally, this is where it all started. Took the images, minted them. Um, extremely historic. I still somehow don't understand how this is flying under the radar. Uh, but, you know, uh, that's an opportunity. Uh, full disclosure, I own a few of these. Um, but this is now in the Worcester Art Museum. I'm probably mispronouncing this. But uh, there we go. We've got some uh, post-photo AI in a museum. What are your thoughts on this one, Jared? I love to see it, right? Like, I mean, one of the core missions of 8NAP Art is to get uh, artist placement in museums and the fact that this occurred so quickly and people are recognizing the the historic value of this project, I think is really, really incredible. And I look forward to hearing more about people's reaction to the art uh, and just the overall expansion of it. So I, I think this is wonderful news. Totally. And, and a, a big shout out to the fellowship team, to uh, 137, to Alejandro Cartagena for advocating and getting this art out there. They do a really fantastic job of, of advocating for folks. Next news story, Artblocks has acquired Sansa. Very interesting. So the art focused marketplace is now part of Artblocks. Um, I don't know too much of where this is going. I've just heard some whispers, but nothing that I've been able to verify. So I won't go there. Just would love your thoughts on this, Jared. I'm a believer. I mean, I just, uh, you know, posted about this on X. Like, I think this is indicative of like future stuff to come for art blocks. It's been quiet for a while. I am just, I mean, I'm super bullish on everything Eric does in general. Um, and there's a lot of smart people behind him and alongside him. So I, I think this is the first, my, my personal, I mean, if I'm to rub my crystal ball, shake the, the magic eight ball and, and see where it goes. I think this is the first of, you know, some big announcements for 2024. I'm, I'm really bullish that there's some some big things for art blocks in the coming future. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to talk about this a little bit in our Twitter spaces tomorrow. Uh, but some of the smartest people in the space, like they're they're not just going to sit on their hands and, and, and do nothing. Right. Um, whether that's these collectors in Flamingo Dow or folks at art blocks uh, and their investors and everyone there, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, Excited to see what's happening. Really curious to see what this uh, move means for them strategically. Let's hop over to some great art at great prices. Uh, I want to start with one that's still minting. Uh, my my buddy, it's Gallo here, has buffers coming out, or sorry, live on Alba Art at just 0 0.0256 ETH each. I actually really, really like these. Uh, don't have any yet, uh, but I'm a big fan of Gallo's motion art. You know this, Jared. I'm a fan of... Um, I'm blanking on the Artblocks curated release, but Gallo's Artblocks curated is also awesome. And at 0 0.025 Ethereum, I will say that's one nice thing about the current down market is I think artists are adjusting their pricing. So you can really collect art now, really nice art without stressing too much. I actually, <laughs> this doesn't fully apply to art, but I got I to gotta say it because I think it's funny. Uh, there was a tweet that I saw that was... Um, Oh my gosh, I, I'm going to butcher this. Never mind. I'll, I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it. Uh, maybe at the end of the show, if we have time, but let, let's go on to your great art at great prices. And this is one that I've mentioned before, just catharsis uh, by Dario Lanza. Uh, it's a GM Dow release. I, I just, I'm a huge fan of Jackson Pollock in general. I think he's probably my favorite artist next to Banksy. And this is reminiscent of that. I think it was the first project in my opinion that I saw um, some realistic interpretations of it. Anyways, the, the, this just 
something in, about this drew me to it. It's a 999-piece collection. Floor is very attractive at 0.15 right now. There's some beautiful pieces. You know, and, uh, you know, my favorite palette is this Magnesium Blue Plus. It's I've collected in, for my personal collection around it, and I just think that there's, like, really, like, oh, the cool part about this, too, is each piece has its own individual name. So you can see on on the screen, like, Rose Room, like, People, like, Just Friends. Like, there's, there's something, like, really attractive about this. And a little known fact, you can collect around uh, triptychs on it. There's on his website, you can plug in um, the number of your piece and see what the adjacent pieces and the paint splatter will continue across multiple pieces. And I just think that it's like so dynamic. It's a piece of the project that a lot of people don't know. So uh, full disclosure, I'm a holder. I love this. And I just think that, uh, you know, when displays get to be in a bigger arena, you'll you'll just have a, a way better opportunity to to really enjoy this art absolutely let's come up to some uh exciting upcoming drops i'll just uh i might just motor through these jared for the sake of time first up is coming out on vivid ordinals this is a curated ordinals uh platform is deuce 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 ex machina by cyber cnft just had a twitter spaces with him talking about it here you can see some of the art I believe it's 400 pieces. Yep, 400 pieces, 0 0.01 Bitcoin. It's about 400 bucks each. Um, some cool variety and some motion with these gears that is tied to the actual uh, real-time data coming off the Bitcoin blockchain. So really cool, innovative there. Awesome to see Vivid coming out with their next release. Second one I wanted to highlight, uh, also not on Ethereum, is Heuristics of Emotion by Jerry's. This is on Verse. This is going to be on Solana. Don't have pricing yet, but we know it's going to be 500 pieces that are pre-curated by Jerry's, followed by um, anyone who buys can play with the algorithm, save their favorite outputs, and then mint another one. So really cool dynamic, leaning on that sketchbook A by William Upon dynamic here. And um, really cool to see that uh, they are leaning into... Uh, and I'll show you some more of the pieces here, but Verse is leaning into Solana and expanding their collector base and, you know, bringing great art to other blockchains where people want great art. So I'm, I'm happy to see it. Uh, you know, I feel strongly, I strongly reject this notion that Solana only has DGENs and people who don't care about art. I think uh, that will be proven to be true. And I commend Verse for taking a step in that direction. So let's uh, let's round it out with a couple artists to highlight. Start yeah, off I wanted, with you, Jared. Uh... Ironically, when I input the data last night with uh, TL, I, I was thinking of TLP. And then if you scroll down on Twitter, uh, he, he mentioned like his like little tear off calendar here was kind of funny how he got uh, highlighted today as we're recording on uh, February 1st, his art. So I thought it was pretty cool. The reason I bring it up, uh, you can see it on screen now. The artist, he's the artist behind the art blocks curated uh, set screens. I absolutely love this. You know, fun fact, he was the first artist to come on uh, a collector's corner deep dive and really share the insight to his collection just beyond it. It's it's stunning, like the the way he layers it, the thought that went into it. And, uh, you know, there's some attractive entry points for some screens with some really nice pieces uh, close to the floor right now. So overall, TLP is, a I think, a, a really thoughtful and insightful person. And another little known fact, if you hold a screens, you can go in and see if the print has been claimed. The actual print, I have two prints myself uh, on the way for the two that I own. One for my son, which is a rare rose palette, and then one for the fund, which is a, a rare drunk palette, which was my favorite uh, trait in the collection. So just super, super thoughtful individual. And uh, 
are all around great guy. I mean, we got to meet him in Marfa and just TLP is awesome, man. Like I, the, 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 it's individuals like TLP that inspired eight nap art. And it's the individuals like TLP that I think give longevity to the space. It's just really, really great human being and great art. Absolutely. TLP is awesome. Love that he took a chance to come on Collector's Corner with us and uh, really it was fantastic meeting him. And I will say Screens is one of my favorite collections. I'm going to bring it up tomorrow when we talk about long form gen art. It's one of the few examples of long form gen art done very well, in my opinion. That's that's a little teaser. The reason people are not happy with it is because a lot of it's not done well, folks. That doesn't mean the genre is dead, though. Last, I want to highlight Rope mentioned him earlier uh he, he's just brilliant uh, I, I you know we'll see what happens with the smile collection but life in west america bringing this photo realism mixing it with ai just completely creating this industry that's now evolving into uh or sorry this this genre that's now evolving into videos as well um he's just next level smart and uh a, a true artist it's uh it's been a pleasure getting to know him i think he's i own a lot of his works so i'm biased but i think he's fantastic and i think even if you never buy a piece of his you should check out his art and know his name because uh he's he's truly pioneering here and uh he's not going to stop so Big, and I say he, uh, big I'll add on to the fact that he's incredible at taking something that's familiar, tweaking it just enough to make it unfamiliar, but yet engaging. So again, whether you like the aesthetic of smile or not, like the reworld, um, life in West America, dude, even his Tezos art, like his Tezos art was like really bomb. I think it's an like underrated collection in my opinion that ages really well, but oh, yeah. anyways, totally, uh, totally. Yeah. I'm on the hunt for some great reworlds. I think that there's, um, there's a lot of potential there again, not financial advice, but Anyways, 100%. 100%. And, and uh, that's it, folks. We appreciate you all. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Reach out to us if you have any questions. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you for tuning into Collector's Corner. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you like this episode and want to help us out, please subscribe and leave us a review on your podcasting platform of choice like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on YouTube. Please also follow us on Twitter for announcements as we expand to other social and content platforms. Our Twitter handle is at collectors underscore XYZ. We'd also love to hear any feedback you have. So please comment or reach out. We're always striving to be more useful and get better so we can help you in your collecting journey. The Collector's Corner team and their guests are not registered investment advisors. All views expressed on this podcast are personal opinions and are not specific inducements to make particular investments or investment strategies and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. This show is solely for informational and entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, please consult a professional.